Greetings and salutations. I'm Dak, and this is Dak and Life. Last time I talked about changing yourself. Not really, I talked about changing myself. And I think it's kind of fitting because, well, any change should start with yourself. I talked on how I decided to change my attitude about different things. I'm tired of always being angry. Um, and I began a change. I am on the quest to biologically or neurologically, whoever you want to put it, I have no clue. To change my reactions and my attitude toward things. You might think that'd be an easy thing. Well, why don't you just change it? Well, some things are easy to change for me. Other things aren't. Um, I quit smoking. I mean, a couple of times. Like that. Of course, the first time I quit smoking, I made the biggest excuse to start again. I divorced her. Um, that's not even a joke. It wasn't meant as a funny. Um, I used my poor relationship to start smoking again. So, but let's move ahead. Because that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm not here to moan and complain about my failed marriage. Actually, what I do want to talk about is my move forward from this into uh, what I hope to be a better life. As I stated before, I'm into creating a business. Um, I'm into not being miserable. One way to not be miserable is to change how you think. And for that, you have to confront yourself. I mean, constant, I hear people, and I would have to say relatively good people, but there's a constant complaining. There's always something to complain about. Nothing can be seen about the bright side. I have been one of those people. And then I began to change. You know, I, I kept hearing things, oh, you have to look at the bright side. You have to look at the bright side and so much miserable crap going on around me. Well, that's true. One thing that happened to me recently was after trying to get all these ends together to form a business, my wife in the Philippines says she's not interested in coming here. She says there's too much violence. In a land where there's a militant group that can go by your house and just randomly be shooting because they're confronted 
here in the United States of America, it's worse. I don't know what people would think about that. <laughs> that makes me more want to change myself. Because there's actually people that were worse off than I was. I think miserableness is a poor state. Um, a psychological state. I have been to a place where people have nothing, but yet they're happy. The schools are poor, but I've seen parents teach their children more than what the schools teach. They do their best, they struggle, they buy books, they provide what they can. Not so much that so their kids have a better life, so that they're better to create a better life. I mean, face it, people, here in the U.S., um, in many places, you know, I'll put it this way. My father stated that he was working so much so that I could have a better life. Well, a better life got handed to me. And it wasn't until later life in life that I decided that I wanted better. Working for a better life, I found, was more fulfilling than having it given to me. There was nothing easy about what was given to me. In fact, I feel it put me in a deficit. Not that I'm not appreciative of my father. He did the best he could. He did what was right in his mind. But just like I've heard him say many times to his friends before he passed, about the quality of items that are made in the U.S. today and how much garbage they were. Well, I look now at similar age and I see the quality of items and it's even worse than what my father was confronted with. And I think that is so in many people in the United States and who knows, I, I don't know about have no frame of reference of any else. I've been to different states and I've seen the state of people and they're horrible. So for me, I don't wish to be horrible. I want to take a step back and be able to wake up in the morning and not look for the bad in it, but look for the blessings that I actually have. Look for the good in that life. It's been difficult to do. I've literally had to rewrite, I guess you could say I had to rewrite my programming. My first reaction was to get angry all the time. Not so much anymore. I still have to catch myself occasionally. I'm a work in progress. But for me, from my point of view, I'm a better person. Um, 
I've always felt if you quit learning, then you're ready to die. I'm far from ready to die. I want to keep learning. I want to keep doing, um, bettering myself. Because along the way, I hope maybe also somebody else can pick up a cue and better themselves. It's a struggle. And that's basically why I get on here. Yeah, that's basically why I get on here and talk. I'm hoping that someone can glean something out of all my meanderings and be able to, who knows, maybe start a change within themselves. You, I constantly refine my personality. See things I don't like, and then I change it. I am too long. I've heard, this is the way I am. You should accept me. But then they get angry because people aren't the way they want them to be. Is that hypocritical? Is that paradoxical? Is that every crazy word I can think of? I don't know. And I don't care anymore. Because if I want people to be a certain way, I should be willing to change to be that way too. Like in the last podcast, I talked about my friend who's, he's just a mess. He's filthy, he leaves dirty dishes, in case you didn't remember. I can't change him. But I can be an example of change. See, I was told, at least leastwise since I've been back, leastwise since I started this podcast, um, back when George Floyd was killed and our city had a protest which then turned into a riot which turned into people busting in the building buildings and stealing things setting things on fire I, you guys know what happened I, I'm sure something happened in the vicinity maybe perhaps in your area or you heard about it on the news well it happened in my city I can't change those people, but I can change myself and hopefully be an example. See, the key word there is hope. People have a lot of negative things to say, well, you can bank your things on hope or you can go with the sure deal. The sure deal for me has been miserable. I'd rather bank my things on hope. I'm not going to get religious or anything like that. Um, if I reference the Bible, it's because it's my biggest frame of reference. I know the most about it. But I'm changing myself. And I'm doing that by catching myself before I react. 
before I'm, well, I have to say before I'm fully into a reaction. Because there's a lot of things. My, my son, he's, he can be thoughtless of things that need to be done around the house. And my first reaction is always was to say some kind of vulgarity or just say, hey, this needs to be done. Why didn't you do it? I mean, come on, it's it's repeat. It's a loop. It's a loop. It's a cycle. Well, a year or two ago, I started to break that. Is it still frustrating that I have difficulties? and can't do everything myself. I've only got so much energy to do anything. That kind of thing. Yeah, it can be frustrating. But I started to look at it a different way. See, now that I have mended from some of my injuries, I started to look at it as exercise. That, okay, boom, I'll do it. Exercise. I'll clean it. I'll vacuum. I'll lift the heavy vacuum out of the corner and vacuum with it. It's working my body so I can get healthier. Then maybe perhaps not as much as I would hope, but it's movement. It's circulation. It's the same thing I'm doing in my mind. Rather than being having concrete pathways in my brain, I want to react a different way. Because the way I was using doesn't work. You know, honestly, I used to spank my son. And, you know, for a while it worked. And then after a while, he realized that that spanking wasn't much anything. It was a spanking. So I figured, since my son refused to listen, and in general, he's been the same way for years, um, he's stuck in his loops. So I decided, how can I better him? Yeah. And it wasn't changing myself for the way I talked to him. It was army drills, grass drills. Whenever he did something wrong, I had an exercise that would exercise him. My son, when he finally hit his biological stride, no one would dare bother him. And you know, in that way, I kind of hit a mark. But in another way, I feel I failed. I failed to connect to my son. So after that, I decided I needed to change. I'm not connecting with him. And even if I don't connect with him, I do know people that using these methods I have been able to connect with. What have I changed? Um, well, I'll tell you one thing. Somebody calls on the phone, except for a telemarketer trying to scan me, mind you. There is an exception. Uh, there's just some days I gotta have my fun. But I digress. I have to make an appointment or I'm confronted with somebody who wants a bill paid. I found I make more headway 
with plain and simple being nice, trying to brighten that person's day somehow. Some predators will call your house and they will cuss at you. Uh, they will try to make you feel like trash. I, I really don't see how it's legal, but it is. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do this. Let me tell you something. When I started to fix myself, my credit credit score, whatever you want to, it was so low. I began not to care because what is anyone going to take? I have nothing. One of my savings graces though, was I had nothing. I'd let those individuals that wanted to be aggressive toward me, I let them be aggressive. And I learned not to react or get nervous or get stressed, but to keep a pleasant demeanor. Some of those people that were aggressive toward me actually hung up the phone because I didn't react the way they wanted to. So yikes. I killed their conversation with kindness. Other people, I think I mentioned this before in podcast. I'd walk through my neighborhood and I mentioned my last episode that uh, my neighborhood was not the greatest. I mean, there's bullet holes and charity bins and in walls around here. It, it, it can be a war zone, but there's also nice people. And as I would walk to my appointments, I had wondered early on when I decided to change things. I wondered, um, is it possible? All these people that are ignoring me are just sitting on their steps and giving me these looks that, you know, it seemed like a look of warning. And why shouldn't it be? They don't know who's going to do what as they're walking by. I identified with that. So what I did was I would go by and as I see, saw people, I would say, good morning, in a cheerful, friendly voice. Or I would say, good morning, how are you? That simple act within two weeks, I think it was two weeks, people started to respond to me. Either I would get a smile and a nod, I get a good morning and how are you back? Um, and I wasn't experimenting with these people. I was experimenting with myself. Could I be nice? Could I affect a change? And even if it was just for a few moments a day, I affected a change. Just by having changed my behavior. You may not see it all the time. Because Lord knows I don't. Some people just walk away miserable. And I've heard tell somebody come and tell me once that um, I 
prevented them from using, I don't know what, I don't know if it was drugs or alcohol, but because I said good morning, they chose not to go out and use something. I know that may not be everyone. I have only heard it happen once in the many months that I would walk by and say hello to people because I take the same route every day. But that one person was fantastic. When I worked in childcare, I would encourage a customer who was down in their luck, who had problems. And man, 15 years later, maybe 20, I happened across them on a bus. They were talking to the bus driver and they were beaming with pride and how their daughter was going to college. I felt a little pride too. And you know, for the first time, I had never thought I made an impact in anyone's life. And that woman turned around, looked at me, realized who I was, because fortunately my genetics, I haven't aged all that much. My face hasn't changed that much. I've gotten more plump, mind you, but my face hasn't changed that much. You can still tell who I was 20 years ago. And I got a hug. I got a couple of hugs and a thank you, thank you, thank you. All I did was facilitate learning, feed, teach what I could, and encourage them before I would leave their door. That's all. That's all it took. And this woman was beaming with pride. I got to be a part of that. That's why I wanted to change more. I wanted to change the many things. And it's, it's a constant, like I've said before, it's a constant policing yourself. It's a mindfulness that if you're going to say one thing, your first inclination, your first trained notion out of your mouth you have to catch it you have to stop it i was very surprised after constantly trying to do this that i was able to turn my anger off stop step back and look at what i was doing not what had happened not what somebody else was doing, but what I was doing and how I was reacting to it. It can be done. Now, I'm not telling you to go through all kinds of lengths. I want you to do what your conscience tells you to do. But if you're tired of the negativity, I'm pretty sure you're going to have to start with yourself first. You're tired with the bias or racial profiling of life or the prejudiced. I'm not going to say racism because I believe we're all human. We're human beings. Color is not a race to me. 
I trained myself out of that a long time ago. I trained myself out of that when I got beat. I was jumped when I was a teenager because I looked like another person that was standing on the same corner the night before and beat up one of their friends. Six people, ax handles, chains, nunchucks with steel bars wrapped around them. Those guys beat the crap out of me. Excuse my French. Um, yeah, skull still broken. But because of whatever color they were, my mother had asked me, you don't have a prejudice for these people. You don't think they're all, all these people. I'm like, why would I? My mother never raised me to see color, really. I often question my, when the word, the N word would come out of my father's mouth. I, I didn't understand what that meant. because I wasn't raised that way. I played with everyone in my neighborhood. The only thing I didn't do was go on the other side of the tracks because it was bad over there. Kind of cliche. Don't go on the other side of the tracks. It's bad. But it was true. A lot of drugs and thieves. It's kind of filtered over to this side of the tracks. But anyway, the thing is, is I, I, nobody had ever programmed me to consider race. I was attracted, as I grew up and to be a teenager, I was attracted to everyone. Females. You know, I love women. But I wanted one in particular. That was me. Um, my brother was more on the flirtatious side. I was warned that my father might have a cow if I dated someone of another color. But I didn't care because I never considered it. So one of the changes I'm making in myself first is I'm going to live that. It's not what color a person is. We're all human. It's time to make peace with everybody. We're only going to get out of this if everyone is at peace. If we see each other as human. Well, my 30 minutes is up because I do record this live with Anchor by Spotify. They don't pay me anything to say that. I just thought it was funny. But you can be the change by changing yourself first. It's difficult because by habit, we look for other people to hang out with. And it's easy to be made fun of or to run with the crowd and their attitude. It can prove that by all the riots that happened after protests. But you don't have to be. 
you can start by changing yourself first. Well, that's just about it for me. I want to say thank you to the four people that constantly listen to me. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. I want to see where it goes. And I will say good luck and Godspeed. And for those of you who want to quirk about it, God is not indicative of a male or female deity. It is just God. It's a title. So good luck and Godspeed. And I hope you can affect the change within yourself first. Bye for now.